Bitch. Is that better? Is bitch better? Is bitch better? Is bitch better? Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Bitches Better. I'm Raven and I'm here with Gabby. Hello, hello. Happy Tuesday, y'all. Gabby's in a good mood today. I am. <laughs> Things are happening. Things are happening this week, you guys. They are. So um, before we get started, I just want to say there were a few minor technical difficulties on our last episode. We are so sorry. You know, we're just not experts or anything. We're just doing the best we can and figuring it figuring it out like along the way. So thank you for letting us know. And then also thank you for sticking with us through that. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if you've seen these articles or not, but I've seen several. Most have been coming from page six. So I don't know how legit how, it is. <laughs> right. Because page six was saying that like Dorinda was fired and that she was like getting into it with a producer and like that was the issue and now they're saying that Bravo is like the door is open. Well, on her of course, back. because so. they probably heard that what we were saying last week and the the week prior mm-hmm. that if Dorinda got fired and Ramona still prancing her happy ass around, that doesn't make any sense. Bullshit. So they were probably like, "Oh shit, we didn't think that one through because we're not willing to let go of Ramona." So. We have to make it look like an app. Was it an applicable? To like break up or whatever. Like it amicable. was good. amicable. Amicable. <laughs> <laughs> like wait, what? Are you- <laughs> so listen, so this is Close. the thing. I don't talk shit about Ramona for being stupid or not knowing what like or like how to what certain words mean and things like that because I'm not really the best either. Um, they really do say that, you know, it's true. The more you read, the better your <laughs> vocabulary and things will be. And, um, yeah. So yeah, but one thing I'll say about you, though, is you're like, mm, what's the word? I'm not sure. Ramona says the shit with her chest. Oh, and yeah. She's going and she's like, no, that's just how I say it. And we're going to yeah. keep doing it. And it's like, well. <laughs> Amicable. Amicable. Yeah. So, I mean, that makes me happy. So hopefully she'll take her little break and then she'll be back. She's at the little Miraval resort, you yeah. know, getting her gong on and everything. So <laughs> hopefully she's there, you know, just like getting her shit together. Yeah. Like centering herself and whatever else you do there. See, Sonia should have taken her <clears throat> with her to her three month detox or whatever she did. Because I think sometimes that's what you need is just like a reset. I'd like love a one. true reset. Like, I mean, if I had the funds at the beginning of this quarantine, Mm -hmm. I would have totally done something like that. Even though I did feel like, "Uh, I don't really know if spas and things are like like that are the best place to be right now. Because I feel like when it's like a semi-warm environment, I feel like that's just an environment for a virus to grow Mm -hmm. and to like... Ew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I so I was like, uh, because around my birthday, I was like, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? I think I'm just gonna treat myself to go to what is it, the Charleston Hotel that has like at the top, it has the, oh, the spa. Charleston place. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I was gonna do that, and I mean, you know, that's like six hundred bucks for like a full day or something like that, and I was like, fuck it, I'll just do it, and then I was yeah. like, um, maybe not right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that that'd be a great idea. Yeah. So 
I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, I'm glad that she might be getting a little zen and she might be able to come to peace with some things. I'm sure there's been a lot of work that's been done. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. So I hope she, yeah, I hope she has a good time and everything's good. Did you see uh, Tinsley and Leah's WAP video? They did no. that. You, oh, my God. Okay. We're going to pause so Gabby can watch it really quickly. Okay, you guys, so I just watched Tinsley and Leah's WAP, um, the TikTok dance, you know, or just the dance that they have for this song, and, I mean, they did it for sure, and a pretty <laughs> good job, but I think it looked like Tinsley had a stand-in, like it was a stunt <laughs> double. Tinsley did not have a stunt double, that is her, and I just wonder how many times they had to practice to do that, because, like, I can't do that. <laughs> I, I think you could. No. <laughs> I think you could. When I was, I've only watched them, like, w- watched, like, several different people do that. Mm-hmm. And I, the song played one day, or maybe I, like, just had it in my head, and I was, like, fucking around, because, you know, like I said, I've got a bad knee. Like, worse, worse knee than yeah. you do. But, like, there's no way I can do that. And so, to do it, I would have to be, like crawling down on the ground to get myself in the position to be laying down, beating the ground. And then I would have to like roll over and then grab the side of the bed to pick myself up. So like it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be good, but I got it. I mean, it's like pretty kind of easy. ish. It's like when you go to like a class at the gym and they're like, here's the modification. If you can't do it this way. (laughs) Exactly. Do that version. No, but yeah, I mean, I was pretty impressed by them. That's, I love that Tinsley is friends because that was Leah's idea. Oh, and yeah. I love that side of her. And I just so wish that I could see Ramona's reaction to that video. She, I mean, her head would explode. It would just explode. Ugh. Raven, okay. I think we need to do it. Oh, my God. <laughs> we'll give you guys the <laughs> modification version. <laughs> One step, two step, three step. Four step, bang, bang. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. We'll, we'll see. Not going to make any promises there. Um, okay. Let's talk about Potomac. <laughs> this was a good episode. It was a really good episode. Now, okay. So Michael finally uh, complimented Ashley. And yeah. And told that she looked good. And it's like about fucking time because I was still mad at him for that little stunt he pulled in the store. Yeah. Okay. Then he goes into this whole thing where he was like, Ashley's packing for the trip. And he was like, um, so you're taking the baby with you, right? And she like didn't answer right away. And he's like, B, you're taking the baby because you should be taking the baby because the baby you shouldn't be away from his mom right now. And now listen, I'm not a mother, so I don't know. It just didn't sit right with me, his delivery of that. Yeah. If he didn't mean to be like, telling her what to do and telling her how to be a good mother or whatever. I didn't like how it came across. So what I didn't like was I was fine with it until his last sentence when he was like, because the baby needs to be with his mother or whatever. At first I was like, yes, I mean, he's right. Like it's a newborn baby. They say, especially if you're breastfeeding, like you do because it's easier and whatever. And depending on how, and considering Ashley has been with this baby since, like, the day it was born and n- never been away longer than, like, an hour. Um, 
Like, I could see that. I understood that part. But the last part that he said where it was like, because, you know, like, the baby needs to be with his mother. And it's like, well, technically, sir, um, it's you have a son. And really, the father really needs to be present in the son's life. So if anybody's looking at anybody, you might be the one who needs to be with the baby. Yeah, it didn't sit right with me. And we did a poll. And most people were like, "Mm, no. Now, one person was like, do you think that people would still disagree with Michael if he, like, wasn't such, like, a shitty, like, cheating, weird scandals type of husband? And I was like, yeah, I think so. Because people don't like men telling them how to be a mother. Right. Or or anyone. Yeah. Anyone telling them how to be a mother. I was like, I think that's what it is, honestly. Yeah, no, I, I definitely think it doesn't have anything to do with him. I think it's just, like you said, like... A man telling a woman how to be a mother yeah, so, is rich. Yeah, it is. Um, now, Karen and Giselle were talking about, like, why couldn't Michael watch the baby? And does he ever watch the baby? Do you think he watches that baby by himself? No. Me neither. Okay. That was it. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh-uh. Now, um, no one likes T'Challa. Except for Monique. Even Chris isn't here for him. I, like, I'm not fooling with yeah, that he goes, damn bird. I don't, he goes, I don't fool with that bird. <laughs> like, I was like, I didn't realize that. I thought he was, like, kind of all up in the mix. But then I thought about it, and I was like, no, I feel like this is, like, the second time I've heard him be like, you're taking that bird with you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's like, no. No, that's your bird. That's mm-hmm. your deal. Because Giselle's not here for him. We know Karen cannot stand him. And then he kind of, like, almost pooped on them when they were outside, which is a whole thing. And I was yeah. like, oh, that is nasty. Giselle doesn't want to sit next to him in the car. I wouldn't have wanted to either. Well, he's in the cage. I See, my thing with birds is that, like, they just, I think they smell. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm like, ah. Maybe. But then what I didn't understand is that it's like, why are you sitting in the middle of the back seat, Giselle? Like, put a bag in the middle of you and the bird if you don't want to be by the bird. Why are you sitting next to the bird? Got to get that into the camera. Just got to get in the shot. Yeah. <laughs> so, I was very Karen- impressed by the fact that Karen was just, or not Karen, Monique was just so comfortably driving that big ass truck. Monster truck. That was wow. a monster truck. It's big for Chris. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Holy she's shit. so comfortable in that. And I'm like, does that mean that, like, she, like, drives that a lot? Because, I mean... She drives it enough, I guess. I yeah. can drive that No, I, I remember whenever... Because we don't have SUVs, really, in our family. Like, the well, SUV the, that we have is we have the Pathfinder. But the Pathfinder is, like... It's a little one. It's a little one. It's like a Nissan Sorento. Not a Sorento. That's a... Kia, I think, yeah. It, but it's like a Nissan uh, Rogue or something. They're mm-hmm. a smaller body. Yeah. But when I was in college, I dated this dude, and he had a trailblazer, and it had, like, the extended back. And we both went to college, like, pretty close to each other. And so I would drive it up and down 85 a lot. Mm. And when I would go to look over my right shoulder it just felt like the truck the car just kept going i was like i feel like i'm driving a school bus yeah i don't like this no way no don't want anything to do with a big suv um i mean they're so loud i just feel like i could run the car right next to me off the road like without even knowing it yeah yeah me too you i can't i can't do it Mm -mm, no 
Um, now, Karen says what everyone was thinking. And you know what? I'm not even sure where it came from because Giselle was just wearing some active wear. I think I it was a one-piece oh. active suit. Because I was thinking, okay. too, I was like, where'd that come from? And I was it's, like, I think it's a bodysuit. <laughs> it still wasn't horrible. I Whenever I saw her, I wasn't like, no, what the fuck is that? Like, I usually am. Right. I was just like, oh, they're riding in the car today. Like, whatever. But Karen was like... Thank God Giselle is a good looking woman because she cannot dress. I'm, you know, I'm just be embarrassed to be seen with her sometimes. Talking about her clothes gives me a headache. I loved it. And we were like, same. And how perfect was it? Because we literally were just talking about it last week about how terrible it was. And then Karen with the come through. She really, the voice of the people. And it's like, I don't know, Giselle, it's like she wants to be looking that way. Because this is season five, and she's dressing still, like, you should get this shit together by season three. There's no reason for it to go past that. Yeah, there's okay. always a glow up. Yeah. Always. So, Teddy, prime example. Mm. Yeah. For season one, I'm Teddy... I'm not disagreeing. I just oh. can't remember. Well, she was just very plain. Yeah. She was very plain Jane. She I just threw that. it together. No, she never plain. had anybody do her makeup or hair unless it was, like, a very serious event. Mm-hmm. And then season two... She had people helping her a little bit more. I think she started asking Kyle for a little bit more advice. And she started spending more money on her clothes. Because she had made a comment about how, like, I would never spend that much on clothes or whatever like that. Not saying that you have to spend a bunch of money on your clothes for it to look good. But, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so Giselle, I think that this is just what, this is, it is what it is. She's not changing. No. And so, fine. Monique's lake house is very cute and nice. Mm. Do you want to stay in the main house or the guest house? So, I would like to stay in the backyard. (laughs) Okay. Because I truly wasn't very impressed with the house at all. I mean, you can definitely tell that it's like a house that they don't go to very often. Like, Mm -hmm. They, and I guess that's, that's nice to see that people don't just throw all this money into something that they yes. only go to like four times a year. Mm-hmm. Um, but the backyard, wow, that was amazing. That was beautiful. Like the pool, I know. The, the awning, they had a dinner and the tablescape was beautiful. Like it was great. I mean, it that was. really is the heart of the house, I think, the outdoor area. And, I mean, it should be. It's a lake house. You shouldn't be spending a bunch of time inside anyways. Agreed. The other ladies did not really agree, though. They were not fans of being out in the woods like that. They said it was not there. It wasn't somewhere that they would have a house. But it's like, you're not living there. Right. They're like, oh, my phone doesn't work out here, this and that. And it's like, because when you go to a place like that, you're supposed to, like, disconnect. Right. And just relax. I wouldn't even be thinking about my damn phone if I was out there. No. But then also it's like, you know, they have kids. So then, like, I could see it that way. But, I mean. Yeah. I want to go to a lake house. Um, I told my friend that the other day. I was, she has a lake house, um lake marion so Mm -hmm. i think that's close to columbia yeah and she i mean they've been like every weekend for the past month or so and i was like i want to go to the lake house i know i told her that a couple weeks ago and she's like end of september and i was like i'm in 
Because it's not that far from here. No, not. I just went to Columbia the other day. Love it. (laughs) Yeah, so I don't know. Um, Yeah. So Candace was acting like she didn't want to go to the lake house. And Chris was like, why not? You literally don't have a reason not to go. And what is that going to do for you? Yeah, it won't make anything better. Exactly. And I was like, there, Chris, Chris, with the points he's making again. But she didn't, excuse me, she didn't tell Monique yes or no, which I think is rude. Yeah. Because Monique's like, I don't know if she's coming or not. I don't know. And it's like, oh, surprise, here I am. Like, bitch, you could have told somebody you were coming. Yeah. That's annoying. That just bugged me. Probably because it's Candace, but, like, also, you can let someone know if you're coming or not. Yeah. I did. I was glad to see that she did come. I was never thinking she wasn't going to come. Yeah. Um, But... I mean, we're not team Candace, so it's hard. Because there were times during the episode where I was like, oh, like, oh, oh. you know, but. Guess what? I have those feelings with about her all the time. She's just so frustrating. Yeah. Uh, um, so, oh my God. So here we go with Baby Gate. Now, Wendy is we see her at her house. She's like pumping her ass off for days, it seems. Yeah. Um, to get ready for this girl's trip. So she shows up and she's like, oh shit, I gotta freeze the the breast milk and everything. Then Ashley shows up and she's got the baby with her. And now this is a thing. Because Wendy's like, oh, I thought this was a girl's trip, so why the fuck is there a baby here? Do I think a baby belongs on a girl's trip? No. But you know, things happen. And it's Ashley's got her nanny friend or whoever there to watch the baby, so it's not really there. So, like, I don't really think that was Wendy's issue. I think she was mad because she could have had her baby there and she was, like, pumping her ass off and doing all this preparation. So the aggression towards Ashley doesn't make sense to me. Shouldn't she be mad at Monique for not offering her the same... Well, you can bring your baby if you want to. So Monique said she was like, you know, had I have known, I would have told you to bring the baby, too. Now, what I don't understand or what I think is annoying, because I like you said, you know, like, do you think that a baby should be on the girl's trip? No, I don't think that the baby should be on a girl's trip. It's a girl's trip. It's like when Portia and them went to where'd they go? Greece. Yeah, and she brought the baby. But she brought the baby and had her nanny, and they literally... You never saw them. Yeah. Now, and they were staying in a hotel Mm -hmm. and whatever. So, what I... I felt like they should have been in the other house so that it literally was separated, but then there was the crib and the room, so that made the most sense. Mm -hmm. But I... they Whenever they get into this argument that happens because of the fact that Wendy was a little aggressive, but she was projecting. Yes, she was projecting. Ashley was right about that. Right. She was projecting, but not her insecurities, which Ashley said that she was projecting her insecurities on her. She wasn't projecting her insecurities on her. She was projecting because she has a newborn that she left at home to be there, and Ashley brought her newborn with her. So that was irritating. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, I think, sure, she could have been mad at Monique. I don't think she needed to be mad at anybody. But sometimes when you're annoyed about something, it just comes out. 
Yeah, maybe not mad, but definitely annoyed. I, I would be annoyed. But again, it's like, it's not, it's misdirected. Yes. She should have never been Ashley. It should have been Monique the whole time. And again, it's just kind of like a misunderstanding. Like maybe Monique, whenever she offered, whenever she told Ashley she could bring Dean, she should have done that, uh, offered the same thing to Wendy. Yes. But she probably didn't think about it. Cause like she said, you know, I don't really know each other that well. And she, you know, she knows Ashley didn't like to be away from the baby, blah, blah, blah. Right. And it probably is different for a new mother versus someone who this is their third round. They're probably, like, waiting for the time. I would imagine. If it was my third fucking kid, I'd be like, thank you, Lord. Yes, keep the baby. Yeah. And so that's the thing, too. Because, like, Wendy is not a new mom. And I think everyone was saying that. Like, you have a new baby, but you're not a new mom. Right. Because fucking Robin was like, girl, I don't know what she's tripping for. I can barely remember my second child's name sometimes. What's his name again? <laughs> I was like, oh my God, Robin. Yeah. I loved that though, because I feel like that's funny. how I'm going to be. Yeah. You. Yeah, can you take a break? Hey, get over here. Yeah. So, <clears throat> would Ashley have gone on the trip without the baby? No. If Michael. Okay. I don't think so. Well, I don't know, because honestly, it kind of felt like when Michael asked her if she was taking the baby, I think she was like, oh, I haven't had the conversation yet about telling him that I'm just going, Mm -hmm. is how it kind of looks. So I think, yeah, I think that she would have gone, even if she couldn't bring the baby. But there's no way that Monique was going to tell her, no, you can't bring the baby. No, because she knows. Yeah. She don't barely want to leave the house. Right. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I I wish she, we could have seen her go without the baby but maybe on the next trip so Wendy is sitting there and she's saying that she wants to like get to know everyone on a deeper level and T'Challa just attacks her and it was hilarious and I had to watch that so many fucking times every time I saw it on a preview (laughs) on Instagram while watching, they played it like three or four times oh, during yeah. the episode. I cracked up. I didn't even have to be watching it to start laughing. Just her face. <laughs> oh my gosh. I would have freaked out too. Like, please do not fly. Please do no. not fly at me like that. And can we please keep the bird away for the rest of the time? Because like, I don't want this to happen again. Raven, do you remember whenever we were counselors in training at St. Andrews and there was the little girl? That might have been whenever I was, like, actually a camp counselor. Um, there was this little girl and she was terrified of birds. Like, Oh, no. What a terrible thing to be scared of. Oh, it was bad because, you know, birds would get into the gym all of the oh, time. Yes. Yeah. Because we would have all those doors open. And, I mean, she was, like, I mean, she was, like, four years old. She wasn't very old, but Mm -hmm. she weighed like 10 pounds. She was so little, all bone, like no meat on her body. And she would be freaking out. You would have to like pick her up, like take her somewhere away from the birds. I mean, but outside, inside, everywhere at the pool and in the indoor pool, birds would get into that gym. She would freak out. Um, I mean, they're scary. They are, and see, when they do, I don't like things that fly, I'm not scared of birds, but I would rather them not be around me. I don't like things flying around me, especially the bugs. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I'll lose my shit. So, like, I felt windy on that. Can we please put the bird away for the rest of the time, please? Karen calls T'Challa T'Chapa. That's what it, we were like, what is she calling? (laughs) 
she probably was in cahoots with T'Challa just for this one instance that was like, listen, let's get together and attack yeah. this bitch. Because she, I mean, she was laughing so fucking hard. She was like, did you see that? He tore her ass up. <laughs> and I think that Giselle needs to leave the clever names up to Karen because oh, she God. was trying to say T'Challa. To Chanope. And I was like, Giselle, stop. It was not. It's not for you. No, it was not funny or clever or anything. No. It was embarrassing. Um, So Candace apologized to Giselle again. And Giselle felt like it was sincere and she accepted it. Do you think it was sincere apology? I think so. I mean, I think it sounded sincere in her Mm -hmm. voice. And I think that she is also realizing that her relationship with Monique is not going where she thought it was. And she realizes that she needs to rework some things. And so, I mean, I do think, cause I like, like we said last week, you know, like, yeah, she said the thing about how like Giselle's a mean monster or whatever, but she didn't necessarily, she wasn't, she says that she wasn't necessarily saying that she was just a meanie. She was just saying, like, at times she can be mean. Um, I don't know if I believe that. That Giselle can be mean sometimes? No, that Candace felt like oh. she can just be mean sometimes. Not that she's a big meanie, like she said. Oh, yeah. So, um. I don't know. I feel like, I felt like it was sincere. Me too, and especially considering she already apologized to Giselle for this same thing, and Giselle was like, mm, okay, and she went and did it again, and it, it, I felt like it was sincere as well, so good job, Candace. Um, so this dinner that they have with the beautiful uh, tablescaping that I think Bugs would be proud of, mm-hmm. They decide to play a game called the Game of Curiosity, which is literally, they just made that up so they could be nosy. Right. It's got your name written all over it. <laughs> um, I, I am not playing this game. Like, no thank you. I think I have to go to the bathroom. Like, no. No. Because Karen, Karen was out of control. She asked Ashley... <laughs> If her booty hole was important to her marriage, like, does she use it? She asked Giselle, it, you know, everything about Jamal and how could she get back with somebody who was, like, having these babies on her and stuff. And it just was really, like, huh. Karen's like, I got these questions. I need answers. And now it's the perfect time. This was probably her idea. <laughs> yeah. This was probably her idea. Um, and she didn't even ask Wendy any questions, really. She just kind of went in on her. Right. She, like, she was like, I heard you were saying this and that. So, like, what do you want to know about me? And it's like, you don't really, you don't really care. And she, again, took that as an opportunity to tell Wendy that she doesn't know her. And then and they like, show a picture of the two of them Karen, from, like, 2016 or something like that. Why is she acting like that? Why is she doing that? I don't get it. I don't understand it either because when someone is very clearly, like, we've met several times, like, can't you just even acknowledge that part? Like, we're on a board together. Like, we do know of one another. We know who the other person is. Like, give it up. She said there's only five people on the subcommittee. 
Karen. Yeah. <laughs> you do know her. Stop doing that. Now, do you think Candace got a nose job? Because that shit came out of nowhere. No. And I was like, what the fuck? No. I think no, that the makeup, took- you can contour, like, no. Yeah. And I think the lighting in that old picture was horrible. And she was also, like, very young. Yeah. Girl, where did that even come from? See? There's a little monster trying to slip out there. What are you talking about? Oh, Giselle. No. Ashley and Wendy get into it again. Mm-hmm. Because Ashley said that Wendy was being ferocious. Wendy said she's being passionate. I think she... <laughs> I think it's somewhere in the middle. Yeah, I mean, uh, again, like, her emotions are running high. She's... Yeah. Put all this stuff aside to be here. They have newborns or babies that are literally like two weeks apart. Mm -hmm. And it's the same. It's the same situation. You put your stuff aside to be here. And then here's another person who didn't put their stuff aside. I'm irritated about that. And yeah. And so it is what it, it is what it is. Ashley thinks that Wendy should apologize to her. I do I think, think yes, yes, <laughs> she should yeah. apologize to her. Yeah, but Wendy was like, "No," and then they start arguing, and that's when Wendy, oh God, she really, she really was going there, and it seemed, it it seemed extra to me, for her to be doing all of that over this little thing. And being like, that's why I don't talk to people like you. People like you call me Dr. Wendy. And it's like, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. I don't understand. But like, also, Ashley, what are you talking about? That's why she doesn't have any female friends. You don't even know her. That's exactly what I was thinking, (laughs) too. What the fuck are you talking about? And then Ashley was like, you talked about my husband first. It's like, she literally didn't say anything about your husband, actually. You brought him up. Exactly. Because she said that whatever about how her husband owns a owns a company owns a company and it's like and my husband is a lawyer like yeah so it's like it doesn't really matter we weren't even on that no and also my husband has to take care of three fucking kids while i'm gone your husband's not even taking care of one because he's here exactly so if you want to talk about and don't talk about husbands ashley no i don't know why she would ever bring michael up around any of these women for any reason at all ever yeah bad bad idea but it's almost like she does that so she could be like you said this about my husband and it's like no right you brought him up and then whatever happened after that i don't know but really wendy she didn't even say anything about him because had that been giselle or somebody that shit would have went left real quick right and it would have actually been something said about michael yeah I mean, I feel like sometimes Ashley's just too big for her britches. Like, oh, yeah, she a lot of the time. Yeah, I'm like, you like with all the hand stuff and the way that she like talks to like when she wants to turn it on and when she wants to turn it off is like a lot of times at the wrong time. Yeah, Ashley, but I told you I'm weird with her. I don't know know how to feel about her. Um, But Wendy did end up apologizing on Twitter. Yeah, I saw that so, last uh, last night or the I other guess day. After seeing it, <laughs> you know that. Would well, probably and she probably knew things. in the moment too yeah, that just, like she should have been apologizing or she should have apologized, but she didn't want bad. to because it weren't it wasn't on her terms. Mm-hmm. Other people were telling her that she needed to apologize, and yeah. we all know how that goes. You I tell somebody to do something, 
they don't want to do it at the time. It wasn't their idea. Not happening. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, they kind of tricked me because I thought we were going to get the Michael scandal this episode, but that's next week. Right. So... Oh, Ashley, now they're going to be talking about your husband, honey. Mm-hmm. So get yourself ready for that. Um, Let's talk. What do you want to talk about next? Oh, we can talk about Below Deck. All right. So Aisha's here, and you don't like her, and neither does Jess. Yeah. And Jess <laughs> needs to um cut it out. Because, again, <laughs> she's... She's so, oh, she's so irritating to me because she's acting like she doesn't like her. I mean, she doesn't like her, whatever. But you really need to be quiet because now you can go back to being lazy in peace. Right. Okay? Right. She's there to help you. So, shut up. She's like, oh, I love people that recycle. Oh, this bread is so good. Like, whatever. Yeah, mocking her. Tune her, tune her out. Which is hard. I mean, it's hard to do with her. So annoying. That's one thing that's annoying. I was a little um, confused. So when Sandy was in, like, introducing Aisha to everyone, and Mm -hmm. she introduced her to Bugsy, did Aisha think that she was coming on to be the chief stew? It seemed like something weird was happening there, right? Because she was like, oh, nice to meet you. And then Sandy was like, yeah, this is the chief stew. And it's like, did you tell her she was going to be the chief stew? Yeah, she was like, oh. Yeah, it was weird. Something happened there. And she says that her her and Hannah are close and that they were texting and Hannah was like, yeah, I'm not there anymore. And maybe that's why she thought. But surely Sandy had to clarify what job you're coming to do. Yeah. Whatever. But she said no one's talking about why Hannah's gone. So it's like, did Hannah not tell you why she's not working there anymore either? Yeah. And then Aisha was like, you know, like no one's telling me what was going on. It's like, when would they have told you what was going on? And like what you thought that Captain Sandy was going to introduce you to Jess. And then you thought that she was going to introduce you to to Bugsy and be like, so Hannah got fired for no. (laughs) Who knows? Who knows? Um, She... She, um, Aisha filled us in, like, we, I mean, we already knew that, obviously, she and Jack, right? Yes. She called him Jake. I think that was her accent. Oh, I was wondering, <laughs> I was like, I thought his name was Jack. Yeah, it was Jack. <clears throat> yeah, he got back with his ex-girlfriend, and they, like, have a baby now and everything. Yeah. But he's trash. I knew it. You can't trust a lazy man. I'm no. sorry, I didn't. Yeah, he was very cute, but he was fucking lazy. Right. I hate that. Good. Better off without him. Jess seriously thinks she should have been promoted to second stew, and I just cannot understand that. Like, are you just saying that to be talking? Because well, you can't believe that you just would be moved up to that when you know you're doing a horrible job. Yeah. And then I, I was like, well, I guess she just thinks because they're adding in another person. It's like, yeah, but remember whenever you guys lost your second stew and then they brought in Bugsy and she was the second stew, even though you had been working as second stew. Right. Like, this how it works. Like, you've literally done nothing. You aren't doing a good job. No. If you were, then things would have been different maybe, but no. Now, every time they park these big-ass boats or dock the boats, whatever, 
I am just amazed by that shit. It's How crazy. the fuck do they? I would have been one of those people standing there watching them do it. Absolutely. <laughs> Such a tight, like, oh my god, how? Well, and there's so, so many, many factors too, like the like the way that the water's pushing you, and then you have to go against that, and I mean, it's insane. Amazing, amazing. Um, how do you feel about return guests when they like the same ones come back again, and especially if they had like not had the greatest experience? I mean, I'm here for it because I like to see how they, the pressure that it puts on the staff to deliver a better experience than the one before. And considering now, usually whenever you have a returning guest, you have people on the team who had worked with them before and Hannah was gone and it was just a coincidence that Asia was there to -hmm. help them. Um, I was really nervous and I still am nervous because obviously their charter isn't up, but Sandy told Tom that, you know, he really likes his food really hot, but I never heard her say anything about how in the more food, the better big portions. Yes, she didn't. And so if that become if that like is an issue, that's going to be annoying because it's not really going to be Tom's fault. It's going to be Captain Sandy's fault because exactly. that's something she should have included. So she better not be on his ass about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you think that they got an extra discount because of the, <laughs> because they came back again and they didn't um, have a good time the no. last time? They should. <laughs> they should because that girl wasn't a real chef. That wasn't fair. That was her. What was her name Anastasia? Yeah, no, definitely you no discount. Because I would just feel like, okay, obviously they watched that, and then they were like, "What the fuck? This girl wasn't even a damn a real chef." There's no fucking wonder. I want some money back. Let me speak to the manager of the yachts. <laughs> but you know, I also wonder sometimes too if these people are even paying what they would actually pay. I if think, it weren't on the show. No, I feel like they get a discount already. I feel like I've read that somewhere. Yeah. So, no, I don't think that they got, like, an extra discount. Because, I mean, they still enjoyed themselves. And at the end of the day, like, when they left, like, they were happy. And that's what matters if, like, the guest leaves happy. Yeah. I don't know. That I don't girl, like seeing return guests. I you don't, don't? No. No. I don't want to see the same ones again. I did like them, though, because... I mean, they're nice. Yeah, and they're, like, a mess. Like, they are a handful. That fucking wife, um, Michelle. Jesus. And that friend, Adina. Oh, my God. She took a a tumble. She was drunk when she got on that boat. Yeah, but it sounds like she is just, like, a slop fest all the time because they said, like, oh, it's just another champagne flute that she's broken. How many have you broken at our house? So, like, bitch, get your shit together. Get it together. And that was years ago because those people have been married for a while. So she's been doing this for years. Slow down. (laughs) This is always what happens, you know? Like, there's always somebody who's wasted (laughs) when they get on the trip because they've been, like, partying too hard before they even got there. Pace yourself, Adina. Pace yourself. Um, The lunch was cute. It was. A little baseball lunch. Mm -hmm. That That dessert dessert was so cute. Good job, Tom. Amazing. He was like, I guess I'm going to have to Google baseball. Google. See? Yeah, right? <laughs> it exists. Yes. Um, now, 
Why did the Johnny, why did he say that his food wasn't hot? And then, like, a couple of minutes later, once Sandy left, he was like, oh, yeah, it's hot. Well, because, you know, the outside no, I of don't. your meal is not as warm as the inside. That's like whenever someone orders a steak and they cut into the steak on the outside and they're like, oh, this is not, this is overcooked. It's like, would you mind, could you cut into the middle of the steak so that we can see the temperature inside of the steak? Because, of course, the outside stuff cooks faster. So, also... If the stuff inside is always warmer. So I think that's that's what it was. But he he was also pretty drunk. But at that's the end of the day, really he likes his food very hot. Sure. But so, that's just really annoying. Because it was hot. Yeah. Well, he said it was, and like, sandy. warm. He said it was pretty warm. He's, like, not hot, but hot like second, he likes. Oh, Jesus. People are, oh, my God. See, that's why I couldn't... <laughs> But again, it's one of those things, like, you spend a bunch of money on a vacation like like, that, and what you want is what you want. And it's a Michelin chef, like... Yeah, I'm just saying that's annoying, like, he's annoying as a person. You want it just scalding hot? Yeah. That's like my dad, my dad's like that. He wants it super, super hot. Like, a warm meal, he puts it on his plate and then puts it in the microwave. Does he do that at every restaurant he goes to? Because there's I'm no sure way they make going. it hot enough. I I'm sure he probably says something. Ugh. And I think that famous people, you know, I think that they go to, re- like, the same restaurant a lot. So people know. Like, he, his plate needs to be underneath the warmer so that whenever... And that's a thing, too. You put the plate under the warmer so that the plate is hot. So when the food gets on the plate, it keeps the food hot. It's just things like that, though. It's like, that's not... It's not as crazy of a request as one might think it is. Did Sandy say that his food needed to be hot yes. before the meal? Mm-hmm. Because they did those little cover things for him the last time. Mm-hmm. Wonder why he wouldn't just do that to begin with. I think because he thought, like, I mean, it is hot. Like, I literally put it on the plate and then it went out. And so I think he didn't probably didn't understand that he, like, when we said hot, like, hot. Mm. Okay. Um... Would you have slid into those jellyfish-infested waters? No, but I was wondering how come they didn't put out that jellyfish pool? Like, you remember, I don't remember if it was where, what season it was, what boat it was on, but they were able to put out, like, a net that kept the, yeah, because when they had the kids on there. Maybe um, they don't have one. Yeah, so I I was like, well, I feel like they have something to where, like, that's not an issue, but no, I wouldn't have, because that could ruin your entire experience. Like, that hurts. Yeah, I'm not when, doing that. When you get stung by a jellyfish. I mean, knock on wood, I've never been stung by a jellyfish. I hope that I never get stung by a jellyfish, but I wouldn't go asking for one. And those looked like jellyfish I had never seen before in my life. Like, Holy crap. No, thank you. So, Rob. Is a moron. Oh. He truly, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say something worse. We'll go with moron. Now, he says that his ex has been reaching out to him. And that he has been communicating with her. That was the first thing he said. Mm -hmm. Okay. Jess is not okay with it. Do not blame her. I don't really want that either. Especially (laughs) when you guys aren't in the same city. You're not in the same state. You guys aren't even in the same country. So it's like you you could not even have service. Like you don't need to respond to her. But he made it out to seem like she was having a hard time. Like battling something more than the fact that she missed him and wanted to get back together. Right. 
he's he's a fucking liar. Yeah. This is any like don't try and manipulate and gaslight Jess and make her seem like she's acting crazy. I know she can, but she's not right now. Right. Not yet. And so she's annoyed, just fine. And then you have Alex just giving him horrible advice. He's like, oh, yeah, that's bullshit. I mean, she needs to just be a grown-ass woman and deal with it. And it's like, what are you talking about? You don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah. See, that's the problem. These guys and their friends, and that's the type of shit they say to each other. And it's like, y'all are really dumb, huh? Right. Mm. But it's like Rob is dumb for engaging with his ex that he literally doesn't need to be engaging with. Because, like I said, there's so much keeping them apart that, like, that's, like, the easiest cutoff. But also, to tell your bosses that you're checked out no, Mm-mm. when you are supposed to be, like, watching over people is not, not really something that they would want to hear. I don't even, I wouldn't even no. want to hear that in a restaurant. Like, no, I'm checked out. nobody wants to hear that. Who says that? To Who'd their say boss. say that to Jess, not them. Idiot. What's wrong with you? And I just don't believe that's even his ex-girlfriend because it's like at the beginning he said something about an open relationship. I do not trust him. Yeah. I don't trust him. I must feel like he's still with her or something. I don't know. But then he's like, I can't control who texts me. I can just control who I entertain. I'm not entertaining it. It's like you already said you were. What are you talking about? Right. I didn't forget that. And then I, when I was watching, I was like, did he not say that to Jess or did he say that to in the confessional thing? Because I'm like, if that was me, I'd be like, do you think I'm an idiot? You already told me you were talking to her. Right. Must have been in the confessional because she seems like she would bring that back up. So she gave us some pretty great information on her past. Demon Jess. Wow. And I need more information than I'm, what she gave us. I am so sick of them just saying these, dropping these bombs on these shows and just letting them get away with not explaining it further. This girl said she got into a fight with her ex and I kind of destroyed his new house. You burned it down? Yeah, like in what, what way? I you need can't to kind of destroy something either. You do or you don't. Destroy is a strong word. Yeah, I mean, I need more info. Where is this young man? <laughs> I need to talk to him. Um, Demon Jess looks like she's going to be coming out. Oh, she's definitely next coming episode. out. Mm-hmm. Really? And didn't I call? You did. Mm-hmm. Wait, you called two things. So you did call that Aisha and Rob would be flirting. Mm-hmm. Which I still want to make sure that they are actually flirting and Jess is not being demon Jess and she's just still mad about the right. texting thing. But she's probably not. Um, but also Bugs and Alex. You yeah. caught that as well. Mm-hmm. He is so sweet to her. When they were on the little jet skis, I was like, oh my god. And he wasn't even drunk. So no. like, that was great too. Oh, so sweet. He's like, I just like being around you. You're the shit, Bugs. Like, and you're doing a great job. He goes, whenever I'm not oh with you, he's like, I'm, I can't stop thinking about you or whatever. And I'm like, <laughs> so sweet. I need for that to happen. Oh, love Can them. Someone say that to me. Seriously. So, um, that's it for them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Time for 90 Day Fiance. Yeah. So, I mean, I wasn't impressed. No. With this episode, um, 
I'm, I'm like kind of irritated with Jenny and Smith because they're not giving me anything. They're not. And it's like, they're dragging it. And I'm not sure. So they're not, they're not going to be coming back on until October 11th. And it's like, so did you, why wouldn't you try and make this episode like a really good one? Right. Like, like a good cliffhanger, not like. Armando and Kenny are going to meet Armando's parents. Cliffhanger. (laughs) You know what I mean? That we've Um, been waiting for since, like, the first episode. Yeah, like, so, I don't know. Jenny and Samit, it's just stupid. It's like, okay, we we get to meet his parents, which is nice. And they basically were like, listen. (laughs) Yes, that old woman came over here. We thought that they were just friends. We found out that's not what it was. Something inappropriate was going on because Jenny should have been treating Samit like a, like a son, which is like, oh, that's okay. That's a wow. Because um, she stayed with him for like four months. Mm-hmm. Um, but Samit, he's just so pitiful. He's just like moping around the streets. <laughs> On the way to his parents' house. He's scared as fuck. He is, as he should be, because they're not playing that shit with them. They're like, listen, she's nice, but no, I want some grandkids, and that's impossible here. Right. Which is fair. Yes. <laughs> um, that was really it. Yeah, like I said, I mean, I'm getting bored with them, and you know, you guys know, I... I know you love them. Yeah, they're one of my favorites, so I'm going to need them to deliver whenever they come back. I think they will. I hope so. Um, Devin and Jihoon. Devin's mom, um, Alicia, she is so fucking dramatic. So you dramatic. You need to get out of here, Alicia. Yeah. Her whole analogy about the train and the the broken bridge or the collapsed bridge and whatever. Yeah. It's like, honey, now listen, you are right that Jihoon, you're not leaving her in good hands. Right. Okay, I'll give you that. But with the collapsed bridge and the train crash and everything, please. Yeah. (laughs) Well, also, whenever she and Devin were getting tea and she was like, how do you think that Jahoon's doing with both of the kids? And they were were like, haha, Drusilla's probably like bullying him or whatever like that. And it's like, okay, hold on a minute. All right. She's bad. So no, it doesn't matter who she she's with. Bad. If she's with you, Devin, she's bad. If she's with you, Alicia, she's bad. If she's with Jahoon, she's bad. You tell her not to jump on the bed. What's she doing? Just continuing to jump all over the bed. Yep. So no, if she doesn't listen to you, no, you're right. He's probably not going to be listening to Jahoon. Of course not. Why would she? But like, don't do that. Because at least no. he is taking care of both of the kids and not at his mom's with them. You know? Yeah. Alicia, she's not trying to give him any credit. None. At all. At all. So, Devin says that this is Jihoon's last chance, and she's full of shit. I'll believe it when I see it. Even if she does leave, she I think she'll take her ass back over there again. I was going to say, like, this we is... know that they're not together right now. Yeah, but it's But like... I'm sure it wasn't one more go yeah. before she said, and I'm out. Yeah, so... Mm. Jihoon was happy to see Alicia go. He yes, was like, he was. Oh, yes, she's leaving. He did the little... <laughs> Little Tiger Woods, uh, yeah, um, fist pump. Yeah, he was very relieved or whatever he said. I bet he was. I mean, she's not very nice to him, and she's constantly nagging. I don't know if you know she can even understand or he can understand all of what she's saying, but he knows it's not good. But I mean, that's really all that they they didn't really have anything going on either. No. All right. Oh, Ari and Binyam. 
Why is he wearing a shower cap? A shower cap while he was washing the clothes. I can, I literally, my notes say, like, I cannot take him seriously while he wears my shower cap. Because I thought, I was like, maybe he's deep conditioning his hair or something. No. But no, when he pulled it out, like, why are you wearing, why are you wearing that? And it's not like she thought it was funny because she wasn't laughing or smiling about it. She's so done. She I don't is. understand why she didn't get on the plane with her mother. I don't know. I Because I feel like she had to already know she was done. But maybe she was like, let me just see once my mom leaves. Because then that changes things. Because right. her mom really was like the go-between mm-hmm. between those two. Um I don't feel like it's fair what she's doing to him, though. Like, where she keeps making the comments about, like, I don't want to take the baby or I don't want to leave or whatever. It's like, it it seems like you you just keep throwing that in his face. Like, that's something that you can do. Are you going to do it or are you not going to do it? Stop saying it, though. Stop saying it. So, yeah. I said I felt bad for him. (laughs) I feel bad for her, too. But... She she should have gone out. She shouldn't even, like, gone there in the first yeah, place. Yeah, she shouldn't even be in um, this situation. But, yeah, I think that everything's getting to her now, and she realizes she only has so long before she can't go. Like, she's going to have to at least stay there to have the baby and then stay for a while. She can just be flying around with, like, a newborn baby, right? Right. Um, well, and after so long, she can't get on a plane and fly anyways. Mm, yep. So, so I... It sucks. Um, now, she's like, uh, we're not staying in that apartment, the one that is just, like, a giant mess. Right. And he's like, oh, like, one week it'll be done. And it's like, it's not going to be done in one week. So now they're fighting about that. And it's not going to be done in one no. week. And I'm with her, like, if it was only going to take one week, why didn't you get the shit done before I got here? Right. She's like, oh, it was just one week, so it's taking so long. What's the problem? What's the reason? He's got 15 why jobs you... he's working. He doesn't have time. <laughs> so how are you going to do it in one week now? Right. Right? So they look at some nice apartments. About $1,400 a month. He only Which... makes $500 a month. Yeah. <laughs> so why are we even looking at this? Because you don't have a job either. It's like, what are your parents supposed to send you that money? Because it just feels like if that's what's going to be happening, you need to come back to America. Yeah, because, no, that's not, you shouldn't expect that of them. That's not fair. No, not at all. That's when, because I know my mom would be like, well, I guess you need to come back home. Right. (laughs) Or you have some help and you can feel comfortable and whatever else. Um, but it looks like. She, on the next, well, whenever they come back, the next episode, she's having that baby. And it didn't look like she was expecting to have it that day either. And it didn't look scary. like she was in America. No, it didn't. <laughs> no, it didn't. She wasn't. <laughs> uh, Kenny and Armando. Whole lot of nothing again. Yeah. Kenny bawling, crying, Aww. hyperventilating at his daughter's leaving. Oh, he's so sweet. <laughs> oh, he's always crying, poor thing. He is. His daughters were really sweet about, <clears throat> yeah. like, when they were leaving, too, and talking about Armando's daughter, Hannah, right? That's her name. Mm-hmm. And saying, you know, like, just treat her and raise her the way that you raised us and everything will be good. And that was just... 
He's got good kids. Yes, he does. And that's all him. So it'll be good. It looks like, though, on the preview that they're going to have some issues with trying to get married there. I didn't see I didn't see that part. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes they like to chop things up and make it look a certain way. So hopefully that's not the case. But, but I mean, I would imagine it. that it wouldn't be the easiest thing. I mm-hmm. don't even know if that's even something that would be legal. The woman said, you know, this was the clip. Again, they may have chopped it up. But she was like, we have done same-sex marriages, but you can't get married. We'll see what happens with them. Oh, Brittany and Yasin. Yes. Gabby just did a major eye roll and agreed. <laughs> Brittany is so fucking stupid. Okay. She said when she was living in Chicago, she filed for divorce. She never heard anything back. So she was just like, "Eh, whatever. So you didn't want to call and like try to follow up with someone about this very important thing that you're trying to do. You're just like, yeah, it'll handle itself. No. So ridiculous. No, Brittany. So now they just called her and they were like, hey, your hearing's coming up. You got to come to Chicago. So, what I don't understand is why she's lying to Yazin about it, because he knows. He does know? I'm pretty sure it was just the parents that didn't know. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure that no one knows, that he doesn't know, because she keeps saying that, like, I need to tell him, but I don't know if I want to, or I don't know the right time, or whatever. It's like that. It's like, bitch, you need to keep that secret to yourself. Yeah, but he knows she's lying. He does. I think she's lying about something. Yeah. And it's like, does he think, because he's nervous that she's not going to come back. So is it like that? Or he thinks something fishy is going on? I think he thinks something fishy is going on, but he also thinks that she might not be coming back and he needs to be fucking praying to God she doesn't come back. Pray. She does. And it looks dramatic as hell. Shocker. Wouldn't expect anything else from them. It looks bad. And she just. She needs to not go back, but no. she does, unfortunately. And now his life is going to be on the line. At least that's what they're making it look like. I'm sure someone it wants to kill is. him now. All thanks to Brittany. Was it worth it? No. Can't be. Tim and Melisa. I Melisa. am pissed. Pissed. About what? So I have a couple of things. Okay. So, first, I'm going to say is that I personally think that you need to give Tim some credit. No. No? No. He is not a dummy. He is. He's not. He kept his job because he knows. That's not why he's a dummy. (laughs) No, but I'm saying there are all of these things, like... He didn't get rid of his job because he wasn't sure if he was going to, if they were going to make it. So he made sure that he would still be able to go back to a job in case and when this doesn't work. And for that, that. I'm like, that is so, that's good. Now, Melissa, she's a bitch. Yes. I hate both of them. Yeah. And I mean, at the, like, my whole thing is, is it's like, all right, so she keeps saying, like, I'm going against my family. I'm going against my family. It's like, your family's not telling you not to be with him. Your family's just saying, if it were up to them, they wouldn't, you guys wouldn't be together because he betrayed you. They're not saying that, like, you can't be with him. You can't be with him. And, like, you're, like, turning your back on your family. Your family's still very much involved with you. Um, And then she's 
mad that he kept his job because she feels like he wasn't being honest about that. And then she follows it up with being like, I have a secret. Get the fuck out. Yeah, the fuck you, okay? Because I don't blame him for keeping his job back home. However the fuck he did that. I don't know how that Amazing. Um, I guess she can be annoyed that he didn't tell her. Is that a lie? I suppose. But, um... I think that her being dramatic and saying, like, she went against her family is because she knows he's right. He did sacrifice more. He sacrificed everything. Yes. So don't act like he didn't fucking do that because he did. Right. (laughs) So don't try and make up something that's like, I sacrificed too. Like, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. No. You are still living the same exact way that you were before. It's just that I'm here now. Yeah. So don't, you know, this one is sitting a little too close to home for me. So, like, don't fucking do that. I didn't ask you to come here, like... All right, but I'm going to go then. I'm going to go. Right. <laughs> well, because she's saying, she's like, I didn't ask you to come here, but it's like you said, if you didn't come here, you guys wouldn't be able to work on anything. So it's like, so yes, you, did. you did. You did. And that's really like an ultimatum. And like, don't fucking do that either. So Tim, you know, he storms off and I would have done the same fucking Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. And then she's like, bullshit. Okay. Bye. Question mark. It's like, what did you want him to do? No. No. And what the fuck is her secret? You're sitting there being a bitch to him about this, like, and you're like, oh, I have a secret too. So, like, oh, you're also a liar. Right. Interesting. And I want to know what her secret is. I don't know what what it could be. I mean, it better not be that she had a relationship while he was in America before he moved down here. Because that would be be ridiculous. You don't get to do that. No. It better not be. But I don't know what else it could be. It's got to be something like that because he was, like, asking her questions in the previews. Like, did she sleep with someone, like, while whatever during that period of time? Right. And she was like, I don't think you need to know that. And it's like, so yes or no and you're just being a bitch and, like, fucking with my head. Yeah. Also not nice. No. No. <laughs> what is that going to do for us? Everyone just needs to leave and come back to America. This is a mess. This None of these relationships, wow. except for Kenny and Armando. <laughs> I still love them. Yeah. Um, everyone else, go back to your respective homes. Right. And call it a day. All right. Let's talk about pet peeves. So we're going to do one of ours today. Yes. And Raven's going to let you guys know what that one is. I cannot stand it. When people ask you a question that they could just easily hop onto Google and she will tell you. Google, she's got all the answers. Just ask her. Google, Siri, Alexa, all of the robots. There's so many options. It's absurd for you to ask me something. And it's usually something that I'm going to have to Google anyway that I don't know. Well, it's like, or, you, especially if you're doing it, like, via, like, social media or a text message, and it's not, like, a conversation you're having someone. Like, if we're having a conversation and I have a question about something and I ask you about it, uh, duh, that's right. okay. But if you had to type it out to me to ask me, and you don't know when I'm going to get to that message, when I'm going to see it, it's it's not likely going to be immediate if you're texting or whatever. You could have had your answer hours ago it's not some and it, it's never some like crazy thing and you still can google the crazy shit something will come up <laughs> right something will come up 
It's like, I just really, that really irritates me so much. It's like common sense. Use Google. She's amazing. Okay? That's it. All right. So it's time for a bad bitch and horrible bitch. You can go. I don't think I have, I don't think I have anything. Okay. I'm going to say my horrible bitch first. My horrible bitch is Bravo, the whole network. For not bringing back uh, Southern Charm New Orleans. Yes. I'm really pissed off about that still. I saw some really cute pictures. Tamika and Barry must be on like a little vacation, staycation, something at like a beach and they're posting all these pictures. And I just, you know, it doesn't make any fucking sense to me. And I'll never let this go. Yeah, no, I'm totally with you. I don't get it either. Um, I mean, there's no reason why either Barry and Tamika don't have their own show or why Southern Charmed New Orleans isn't on. There's no reason. Especially for regular Southern Charm to be coming back and not them. Like, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know about, like, the, you know, COVID-19 numbers in New Orleans or anything like that. But, I mean, I know that the numbers were very high here in Charleston. So, oh, yeah. it's like... It wasn't an ideal time to be shooting, so it's not like they can use that. Yeah. So, they're the horrible bitch of the day. My bad bitch of the day is Karen Huger for being the voice of the people on this last episode. It was great. She was telling us that Giselle can't dress. She was asking the questions that we wanted answers to. Really just about Jamal with um Giselle. Don't care about Ashley's booty hole. Um, yeah, no. Yeah, she's just a queen, and she's great, and we love her. And I am glad to hear that her booty to- her booty hole has been retired for quite some time because she doesn't have to work that hard anymore. Um, <laughs> oh, you know what? I do have a horrible bitch. Okay. So, I have. It's a story. Okay. So, I dated this guy. I worked with, I, like, lived with this dude. We lived together for a while. He had, like, started a relationship, pretty much, with someone else. Mm-hmm. While we were still together, he broke up with me. I moved my stuff out. Literally, like, two days later, the girl had, like, had stuff hanging in the closet, like, moved in. Then we worked on things, and we, like, kind of were, like, attempting to get back together. Such a stupid move on my part. Then he had started a relationship with someone else. A different girl. A different girl. So we cut ties. They were literally hot and heavy, like, the next day. He's been dating this girl for, like, three or four years now. Yeah. He has started a relationship with someone, and they broke out, and he broke up, and he already has a new girlfriend. Stop. Yes. I cannot handle this. Oh, my God. What is wrong with him? I mean, it is the most insane thing I've ever heard in my life. Like, first of all, um, how? You, there's some, there's some serious overlap going on. All of the time. Why are people such punks that they can't get out of a relationship and be alone before they go and start something else with someone else? That is so disrespectful. It's so fucked up. And it's cheating, even if you're not having sex with someone. Oh, 100%. 
I mean, that, that I mean, worse. truly horrible bitch. And I've been thinking in my Ew, head, like, what I'm going to do. Like, because, I mean, I know that I'm going to see him because, yeah. like, yeah. the town that I lived in, it was small yeah. and, like, there aren't a lot of places to go. And he always tries to act, like, chummy chummy with me because, like, after I moved from Charleston, I realized how, like, that was literally the worst mistake I'd ever made in my entire life. Um mm-hmm. I, like, wasted years. I know. And, I mean, it was just awful. And so I would just let him, like, kind of be cordial because I didn't care. Like, I was like, whatever. Like, I look at you and I'm, like, upset with myself. I'm not upset with you. I'm upset with myself. Mm -hmm. And so now I feel like whenever he's going to try and be chummy-chummy with me, like, I don't even think I'm going to be able to be chummy-chummy. I don't even like his ex-girlfriend, but especially because when I moved to Charleston, he was, like, texting and calling me. And I told someone that he was doing that and they told the girlfriend and she called me and I was like, listen, girl, like you guys haven't been together for that long. Like you need to take this time. You need to take advantage of this moment and leave. Yeah. And she got back together with him and then he had her arrested for domestic violence. And then she stayed. Yeah. And then she stayed with him and then he cheated on her. And I mean, the nerve. I literally cannot. I can't. I can't. He, oh, I'm not even, um, yeah. It'd be lucky for him if you could even be like, hi. He'd be like, hey, Gabby. You'd be like, you are a terrible, disgusting person. I fucking hate you. Don't ever speak to me again. How dare you? Seriously. <laughs> That's exactly what's going to happen. I've been in the shower and been playing it in my head, like what washing my say? hair and being like, how do you do this? How do you sleep at night? I don't understand. Disgusting, dirty dog. Ugh. Okay, that was a good, horrible bitch. It was. It was. I was glad that I was able to pull that one out because I thought I didn't have anything for the week. You had one, girl. Yes. All right. So you guys, send us a horrible bitch. Send us a bad bitch. Anything. It doesn't have to be Bravo related. No. It can be anyone. Um, Could obviously, be your cheating ex if you want. Yeah. You're going to have to give us a little backstory, though, so that we can... We can talk shit properly about them. Right. Because we know would we really will. love to do that. We would really <laughs> love to do that. You know we'll do it. <laughs> yeah. So do that. Um, slide into our DMs. Oh, also with the pet peeves. Um, on Instagram, at bitchesbetterpodcast. You can send us an email. better one at gmail.com um you can click the link in the show notes to support the podcast because you love us and you can follow (laughs) i'm getting tired you can follow me at mainly bravo on instagram and twitter and you guys can follow me gabby at scary spice with two a's uh and we will talk to y'all soon bye guys bye